jasmine, oolong, green, and white. Long ago, these four teas were skillfully brewed at the Blissful Brew. Then, everything changed when the shop's popularity threatened its existence. All Mr. Okoron, the shop's owner and tea master, could do was to recruit four teenage orphans to learn his trade and staff his shop. A year has passed since the orphans were hired, and although their skills have progressed, they still have a lot to learn before they can brew anything. But I believe that they have the potential to make the Blissful Brew the greatest tea shop in the world. Last time on Benders and Brews, an Avatar Legends podcast. What in the world is going on? We kicked out a drunken. This uh, young man. So he steps into the shop. I need to have a word with you outside, old man. The guy says, you've owed us the money for the whole month and you haven't paid up yet. You have until tomorrow. Please, that's not going to be enough time to get the money together. Okay, fine. I'll give you to this weekend. But if you don't pay me by then, I'm trashing the tea shop. Mm-hmm. and taking whatever I want. Wild coyote boars, let's roll out. They're a group that offers uh, protection services. Uh, I've always been able to make the payments, but this month a customer called in a, a fairly large and expensive order. It was, it was gonna be a, a catering job for a very wealthy individual here in town. They bailed on the order and, and canceled it. And now I'm stuck with all these incredibly expensive ingredients. I don't know what else to do. And... I want to talk to the rich Hello, everyone. Welcome to Benders and Brews podcast, a non-canonical Avatar Legends real play podcast. My name is Skylar Gorsett, and as always, I am the game master creating the story alongside my co-writer, Nick Van Persson. Yeah. And then bringing it to you and, of course, these fantastic players around me. And today's question, as the players go around and introduce themselves, is... At a festival, what activity does your character gravitate to? Connor, tell us a little bit about what Brock Lee would gravitate to. Yeah, uh, um, Brock Lee, the strapping young earthbender he is, would take his talents over to the dunk tank, where he (laughs) would be chucking rocks. He really likes chucking rocks. He loves chucking rocks. He will be chucking rocks at that dunk tank all day long until the water is absolutely disgusting. Whether it's seagulls or targets, he's hucking rocks at something. He is hucking rocks all day. Does he uh, often accidentally or purposely miss the target to hit the person in the dunk tank? Uh, on occasion, but I think he gets enough satisfaction on dunking them into disgusting water. Something about that just, yeah, that definitely seems more satisfying for sure. Oh, so. yeah. Dave, tell us a little bit about Gohan. Gohan, he would, he's had a lot of experience with uh, festivals and sure. carnivals. Um, so he would probably go to the kissing booth. <laughs> You know, that makes a lot of sense because as someone that grew up in the carnival, he like you mentioned before, he knows that, you know, games... A lot of them are just scams. They're just scams. So it's like, you know what? At least with the kissing booth, I'm getting something for yep, my money. Exactly. That makes so much sense. That's so great. I freaking love Guoan. <laughs> I feel like he's like, he's the chubby kid, but he also has a lot of built up <laughs> confidence. And I love that. I love that about him. Uh, Cameron with yeah. with Bill Dor. Yeah, what uh, what does he do at the at festivals? Uh, Bill Dor uh, goes to the, the ring toss. Oh, okay, okay. And spends many hours 
Tossing rings. Tossing rings. Is there a prize <laughs> that he's really trying to get? Success. Success. <laughs> just wants to prove himself. He just wants to make one. That's fair. <laughs> They're pretty much impossible. They're so slippery. They're so <laughs> slippery, and he's he gets sweatier the more he throws them. <laughs> right. He gets more into it, and only gets more his off. His brow arches. And, <laughs> it's like that uh, meme of that kid where his like veins are popping. Yeah, it's basically that, but with the ring tossing, and... He loses a lot of money on it. <laughs> That's understandable. Ring toss and the they, one where you try to get the ping pong ball in the bottles or whatever. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, uh, but they, he usually uses up all his money, and then they feel bad for him because uh, he's out of money, but he really wants to get it, so they just let him keep going. Because <laughs> it's not about the prize. you know. They're like, I don't care if this kid keeps this playing. He's very angry. Yes. He's got something about it. And, uh, <laughs> wants to get that ring on that bottle awesome. eventually yes so five hours later awesome uh mika what do you what do you do at festivals has mika ever gone to a festival sorry michaela playing mika yeah okay but you know she's gone to more festivals you know just kind of like you know the ones where you have to wear like masks or whatever sure or I know. I guess I suppose if they were in the Earth Kingdom, then she probably would visit one without a mask. But right, I'm gonna say that she they have like rides. Sure. Yeah, she does that. She okay. likes the thrill. Sure, that would be interesting to come Play up with. Like, how do people in this like era kind of like create rides? How would they run them? You know. But I'm sure there's a way. There's got to be a way. Like Earth like- benders are actively bending. As, like, the little roller coaster goes down the track. Or, you know, because, like, the, the delivery system. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it would be kind of That's sort of like that. That were, like, you know, carnival games because, you know, she has a couple tricks up her sleeve. Oh, so she likes to scam back. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. That makes sense given that she's a rogue. Yeah. So awesome. Awesome. Cool. All right. Let's jump into things. And Amiga, uh, like I said, the the as you pass through kind of like this marketplace district and things like that, um, pretty much almost immediately afterwards, the houses that start popping up are pretty nice houses. Um, you've kind of entered like, if not middle, upper middle class, like the upper class section. So you're looking around and eventually, sure enough, you do find a very large, nice house. Not a mansion necessarily, but it's a big, nice house. And on the decorative mailbox that looks exactly like the house itself, just like a mini version of it with a little door in the front that a mailman could put the mail into, it says, Shifu family. Um, I'm going to roll my eyes at that. And then okay. I'm going to... Um, there's a gate or something? Uh, yes. And I'm going to knock on it. It's a small gate. I'm going to open it. You do that. And you step inside and you make your way up the path to the door of this fine house. Um, They're fairly large, ornate doors. Then I knock on the door. All right. You knock on the door. Hmm. And the door opens and a man dressed in a long robe, holding his hands in kind of almost like a prayer-like position as he steps up to the door and he says, Yes? Welcome to the Shifu residence. How can I help you? 
It's rude. Don't just, just start, stare at them. Just start laughing. <laughs> just start laughing at this butthole-looking... Sorry. Is the robe pink or something? I, I, do I have something in my teeth? <laughs> he starts, like, picking into his teeth with his tongue. Did I get it? <laughs> yep, you got it, sir. Oh, good. Um, I was just, you know, wondering if I could speak to the head of the household, and I kind of give him, like, a curtsy, but I, it's kind of wobbly, because, you know, I don't do it very often. Oh, well, firstly, they're not taking any visitors at this time, because the master of the house is actually uh, not here at the moment. Uh, what about the madam of the house? She is with him. They are both uh, attending a party today. They're out uh, shopping, I believe. Getting their attire ready. Hmm. Do you know um, how long they're going to be out? Uh, I would say until uh, roughly... Well, I believe the master typically likes to eat out at a very particular restaurant in town, so I assume he will do that with the mistress for lunch, take her out to a a nice little sit-down, and then post that, they will probably maybe do a couple more little bits of Oh, oh, okay, I I, I get it. Um, Do they have, like, a, a little master or madam of the house? A uh, child, per se? <laughs> well, no. Uh, the master and mistress are... Uh, how do you say this? Um, Baron. You're getting a lot of information about this family. <laughs> this guy doesn't talk to many people. He does not. Well, you see, um, I was just hoping to talk to somebody. I work at a tea shop in town, and yes. um, I, I just wanted, you know, to talk to somebody who would, you know, maybe give me some information about it. He, uh, he puts his hand on your shoulder and he says, I know what it feels like to not have many friends to talk to. Um, I wanted to talk to him about a tea deal. No. Oh, 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 um. And I, I kind of pat his hand. He removes it, awkwardly. kind of embarrassed. <laughs> Um, well, I don't... They did discuss something about a a tea deal, uh, something for tonight's party, I believe. Uh, I I don't quite remember the details. Are you catering tonight? Is this a a situation in which there's an arrow with the catering deal? Yes, yeah. Uh, oh, what seems to be the problem? I can send a messenger. Uh, well, do, do you mind if I just, you know, come in and rest my feet on the sofa? I'm feeling a little <coughs> parched. Just a long walk. Uh, well... We can sit and have a chat. Normally, I don't... Uh, roll a plead. <laughs> he wants a friend. Uh, yeah, and you're pleading to have him let you into the house and be his friend. I'm going to use my roguish charm. Okay. Why importantly? That fits really well. What it, what was the beginning of that? The roguish term? Um, 
so if I I can plead with an NPC or guide and comfort someone by flattering them and empathizing with them, oh, mark okay. one fatigue to roll with creativity instead of harmony. You are definitely empathizing with his yeah. desire for a friend. Exactly. Frack. You roll two dice. Oh, I roll two. Okay. <laughs> what did you roll with the first one? A two. Oh. That's, you need a roll at this one. A six. So I got an eight. And then you roll with then, creativity. Yeah, so that's so a plus one. Yeah. All right. On a seven to nine, they need assurance or something extra before helping. Uh, yes. Well, uh, <laughs> normally, normally, <Hey. laughs> normally the family doesn't uh, allow guests when they're not at home. But... Well, you know, like I'm, I'm a guest for you right now. Um, you know, I was just hoping. <laughs> hoping, hoping. Uh, we could just, you know, sit and check, check, because, like you said, you know, I don't have a lot of friends and. You probably have lots of friends, but, you know, I just thought maybe we could just, you know, have a little bit of conversation. Maybe you can cheer me up some. A, a tear drips down his eye, and he <laughs> says, it, it may come as a surprise, but I, in fact, do not have a lot of friends. <laughs> and I would be absolutely honored to have you come in and chat with me. And he, he sort of, you know, does a very butler, steps to the side of the door with it open and kind of bows with his hand outstretched into the building to allow um, you entrance. I slide my arm into his folded arm and I walk him into the house. <laughs> look back out the door. Uh, yeah, I'll look back at the door and I'll wink at them. Okay. Yeah, Bill's, Bill's flashing two nice. thumbs up. <laughs> Uh, okay, so he closes the door as you two step inside. Um, you He leads you into sort of, there's like a, the big foyer, you know, main area, very decorative, <clears throat> set up in such a way to, you know, really accentuate the, the decorative and uh, uh, fineness of their house, I suppose. And then he leads you uh, to the left where there's sort of like a sitting room, kind of a... Um, not a dining area, but sort of just like a congregating room. I mean, I've been in enough like old house museums. I feel like I should know these terms, but I, you know, mm -hmm. I, it's not really my thing. Uh, but anyway, so it's got, you know, very, there's a fireplace and it's not lit at the moment. Um, gathering room? Yeah, a gathering room. Yeah. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah. And then there's some fine chairs and some couches, maybe like one or two bookshelves, but nothing like you know, substantial. It's mostly just decorative to make it look nice and things like that. Um, obviously, there's a large ornate crystal chandelier hanging above you, things like that. So he offers you a, a seat and there is a nice little teapot and tea set sitting there. He immediately pours some tea and he hands you one of the cups and then he sits across you and crosses over his legs. He says, this is almost feel naughty having guests in the house without the master here. <laughs> so tell me, what, what's your name, first of all? Um, my name's Nika. Nika? With a, yeah. with a, that's with an N? Yes, yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, Nika. Very nice to meet you. My name is Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst that's, alias. That's, that's the worst alias I've ever heard. <laughs> You're supposed to pick something that's close to your name. Yeah, but I not mean? like if someone mispronounces your name normally as. Uh, so, Nika, please. 
Tell me, what, what is it you do? You said you work for a tea shop. Tell me about that. I hope that the tea that I prepared is uh, up to standard. It's delicious. Oh, thank you. That means so much coming from you, Nico. Oh. Uh, yeah, I do work at a tea shop. You know, sometimes I'm making the tea. Sometimes uh, um, I, I, I do the dishes. You know, sometimes I, know. I serve the customers. You know, a little bit of everything. He he, he leans forward. He puts his hand on uh, your knee. Not in a weird way. <laughs> and he just looks you in the eye and he says, I do all of those things here too. We have so much in common. We're going to be the best of friends. I would like to think so. Pardon me, pardon me. I am just... I'm so emotional. I don't get to show all this, you know, normally in front of the master and the mistress. You know, I have to keep a straight face. And I have to, you know, always come across this professional at all times. I kind of pat his hand and I say, there, there, let it all out. (laughs) Thank you. He takes out a, a hanky, kind of dabs away at just below his eyes, you know, at the tears that are starting to form and things like that. And he says, so well, you mentioned something about uh, some sort of tea deal that uh, the master and uh, the mistress have ordered for the party tonight. Yeah, well, uh, we had some really, you know, the finest of tea set up for them. And it's just really great tea, you know, but... Uh... There's a miscommunication and, you know, when we're supposed to deliver it and, you know, payment and stuff. And I was just, you know, kind of wondering, like, uh, if I could talk to him about that, you know? Oh, well, um, as I mentioned before, I could, uh, maybe I could retrieve the order form. Uh, and if you want to write notes on it, and I could have it sent off to the master wherever he's at. Like I said, I can, I can send a footman, uh, a messenger who can, who can rush it over to him. That way he has all the information that he needs. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, that would be great. Okay, okay. So he rushes off, um, and he quickly brings back a sheet of uh, paper. You know. Wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Why, why, why he's out of the room? I'm, oh, okay. sh- I'm yes. pickpocketing their pick- couch cushion. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you find. Um, a handful of copper pieces between the, the cushions. Okay. Um, I'm going to say five. Okay. And you find one silver piece hidden amongst them. What? Are these guys counting money on their couch? Like... I, that is a quick... It was... One percent of what we need. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. It would, uh... I guess it would probably be from the, you know, they have guests over. They bring them into their the, the guest room for everybody to talk and chat. And then, uh, you know, every once in a while, you know, the money slips out of your pocket, as it does in our day, in our time, into the cushion seat. Um, and, you know. They never have to look for spare change because they always got it. Maybe, maybe they had a party recently and Sebastian just hasn't had a chance to really dig under the seats. Or, you know, maybe that's the one flaw in this butler's routine is he just neglects to do that he sounds like he does a lot you know he does he does like cry he doesn't get to do that very often (laughs) (laughs) is there anything else that you do uh before he returns um no because i don't feel like i have enough time yeah that makes sense i was gonna say you might be pushing your luck at that point so um okay cool so you you manage to scrounge that up and then and then you quickly sit back down as you can hear his his feet squeaking uh, or 
the floorboards under his feet, squeaking as he makes his way back. He's, He's got old. squeaky feet. He's got clown shoes on. <laughs> um, and uh, he comes in and he hands you a sheet of paper and you open it and it is not an tea order catering form from uh, the Blissful Brew. It is a tea ordering form from some company called Hot Leaf Juice. Hot Leaf Juice? Betrayal. And it talks about uh, the catering for a party tonight with tea and ingredients that seem similar to what Mr. Okoron had been describing previously. Um, But obviously, again, this is not the blissful brew that is providing it. Um, okay, so this is like an order form. So does it have mm-hmm. like the the hot leaf juice like address and information for payment or like it's just the name and what they order? Yep, it has their information on it too. Can I um, write down the Blissful Brews information instead? <laughs> um, yes. Like is it erasable or in ink probably? It's in ink, yeah. So you'd have to, yeah. I can't forge a document then. <laughs> what is the address? Um, so it is from out of town. Oh. It is actually from the capital, but it looks like that they are traveling. They're sending kind of a mobile unit to this town uh, for this, this special order. Does it say anything about payment, how that's going to be made or processed um, or anything? It says that it's already been paid in half. And then the other half will be after the party tonight. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am going to... As you look it over, he kind of says, Well, uh, what is it that you will uh, need to edit on this sort or any notes, like I said, that you needed? I can write it or you can write it. Um, and then, uh, like I said, I can have it sent off to the, uh, to the master and the mistress and uh, let them know that there was a change in it and uh, they can... Probably stop by your establishment or whatever the case to uh, to handle that pr- during their day. Like I said, after probably after brunch or lunch or you know, whatever meals come after that. Meanwhile, outside of the house, three men stand awkwardly at the front gate. I'm in a bush. <laughs> three men, or two men stand awkwardly at the gate while one man stands awkwardly in a bush. I like to think that you're literally just like your feet up to your waist are just in a bush, but you're just standing there with your arms like just slightly out at an angle. I'm invisible. (laughs) They can't see me, guys, but I can see them. Are we able to see Mika or Nika in the house from where we're at? Um, You might just be able to catch like a glimpse, at least at some point of them walk past one of the windows to show which room that she's in. Is Is he crying? He's been crying a lot, if that's what that is. That he's really happy. I don't... Yeah. Well, she's not dead yet, so... I can't believe she made it into the parlor. Honestly, same. Parlor. Oh, wow. Oh, just held back <laughs> <one> to yourself, <laughs> didn't you? Time. So, like, do we... We don't need to go in to help her, do we? She seemed to have it on her own. Probably not. I mean, what else could happen? You know, she goes in. She steals money. Now, obviously, you can't hear anything that's that's being said inside of there. But at one point, you do see him lean forward and what looks like he puts his hand on her 
And then, oh, we got a great and then view, apparently. She seems to <laughs> lean forward as well. Whatever that means to you guys. That dude's like three times her age. What's she doing? <laughs> Is she four? She's 14? I'm yes. 17. What? Uh, oh, that's oh. still not legal. You can catch a case with that know. guy, get him in court, and that's how we get our money. Bro. I don't think he's got the money, though. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she needs a distraction. Thank you. She's the distraction? No, no, no. Maybe she needs a distraction. Remember she wanted to look through, like, couch cushions or something? That's what she said. Maybe we need one of us to go to the door and be like, uh, delivery. God. Yeah, squid. Squid. <laughs> squid. <laughs> Fresh squid you ordered. Like a door-to-door squid sales. <laughs> Hey, these rich people, they order a lot of this weird things. This plan just keeps so. getting better and better. Honestly, I'm with it. I always take a squid with me wherever I go. <laughs> but what other situations do we find ourselves in where we might need a squid? It's like the Bob's uh, Burgers episode where he gets a banjo and he's like, I'm just waiting for my banjo moment, Linda. You know, <laughs> this is the squid moment. <laughs> if it's the squid moment, I'm with you. I'll go up with you and deliver a squid. She needs a distraction. Seem right. like a group of door-to-door missionaries with your squid. Oh, I don't. I think they both three of us were gonna. Oh, you already went. Okay, well. Uh, Mika, well. as you as you're sitting there looking over the order for him, door is not there with him. Suddenly, a knock on the door, and uh, <laughs> he's still in the bush. <laughs> and uh, Sebastian says, "Oh, you must excuse me. It seems that we have other guests at the house." And he rushes off over to the door. Gohan, are you the only one that went and knocked on the door? Broccoli. Did I didn't not go f- with them. You didn't go I'm with still them? in the bush. So you two are still kind of... In the bush. Sorry. Yeah. And then just go... Okay, so... I need to be clear. I'm in the bush. He's in the bush. Got it. In case So when they were having a conversation earlier about plans... Right. It was a bush talking to them. <laughs> okay. Good. Got it. Just like Moses in the desert. Except I'm a, I'm a man inside Except of a bush. And not I'm a not an actual bush. bush. <laughs> Um, it may I, look like that. It may look like a talking bush at first glance, but it's actually just Bildor in a bush. Got it. Okay. Talking. Uh, okay, so Gohan, you, uh, the door opens, and, and there's a man, a fairly older man, like I said, in, in the long robes with the, the sort of prayer hand sing, symbol going on, and, and he says, Yes, how can I help you? Oh, hey there, mister. We got a squid delivery for... Uh, Seafood family? Oh, I believe you mean to say seafood. Yes? May I? Did you order a squid? I did not personally, but uh, I'm not 100% knowledgeable about the affairs of my master and mistress. I am simply the butler here. But I suppose if they ordered a squid, I can take the squid. Well, you don't want to take a look at it first? Oh, oh, oh yes, of course. Uh, may I see the squid and make sure that it is uh, alive and in order? Yeah, yeah. I'll pull out the box. I do some earth bending, open it up. There it is, sloshing around. It's little tentacles kind of plopping out and back into the water here and there. Yes, this looks like a very fine uh, squid specimen. Uh, did they specify what this specimen was for? By chance? I mean, I don't know what you rich people do. I just 
deliver the squid. Yes, of course. Uh, is there anything I need to do in order to keep the squid uh, alive? Or uh, 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 what are these squids typically used for? Well, I'm not sure exactly. I mean, I usually just eat squid, but they ask for it alive. Right, yes. I don't know what weirdo would ask for a live squid. Maybe this is for the party tonight. It's not hosted here, oh. but it would be uh, something maybe they're taking with them. They they were in charge of the tea order. Well, all right. So what we're going to want to do, keep this squid alive until then. we got to find a nice... Uh, a cool area yes. to keep this in. So uh, uh, if you allow me in, I'll come and find such an area here. Uh, yeah, I'll have you roll a plead as well. <laughs> it's harmony. I got an eight. Okay. Uh, well, um, cool place. I just... Uh, mm. We normally, I mean, I probably could take it myself and uh, figure it out. Well, I don't know. You didn't seem to know anything about this squid here. Well, I suppose. And you hail from the actual establishment, right? You're not like just a footman delivering squids everywhere. Or other things, right? No, this is my full-time you work for the squid yeah, the distributor. Yeah, the pod service. The simple pod. Oh, uh, yes, yes, I've heard of them. Yes, okay. Uh, yes, of course. Follow me. I, I'll take you. Uh, yeah, it'd be a real shame if it would something happen to it. Yes, of course. I'll take you to uh, the basement. Uh, that seems like a cool... Uh, did you say dark or not dark? Well, it's got to have uh, a decent amount of airflow, you know. Uh, of course, of course. Well, uh, the squid. basement, I mean... Uh, so it doesn't suffocate. Well, yes, I mean, there's plenty of space in the basement, yes. Uh, yes, come with me. And uh, he starts to lead you inside the house towards uh, a stairwell, uh, kind of off into the back, like you have to go through the kitchen, and then there's a stairwell past the kitchen. Um, and as you're going, he's asking you questions. So, is this a particularly rare squid, by chance? Oh, yes. Hmm. There you well, maybe that would explain why they wanted to keep it alive for, uh, like I said, maybe it's the party tonight that they're planning on having. Uh, that would make a lot of sense, I think. Yeah, I've heard the, the ink from this squid is uh, what sets it apart. Oh, interesting. Well, uh, man, I just <laughs> look at me. I'm making friends. I'm learning about squids today. What a day. I tell you what, I wasn't expecting to wake up on a Saturday morning and and have just so much of my life changed. Oh, making friends. Was I interrupting something? Oh, no, 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 no. Just a, a, a wonderful new acquaintance stopped by, and uh, we were getting to know each other, and uh, uh, it's not a problem at all. I mean, if this is this is my job, after all, to make sure that the uh, master and mistress's business is in order, so as long as I'm getting that done, and I, I personally don't see a problem with a, fr- a new friend stopping by, and... And and yes, no, no problem at all. Anyways, uh, here's the basement. Yes, uh, is there a space in here that seems adequate? And he shows you around. It's, I mean, it's not like dark, dark. You know, it's just dimmer because it's you know underground. But there are obviously some like sconces along the walls that are 
are lit and running heat. He goes and lights up a couple more, not with firebending, just, you know, he's he's not a firebender. He's just uh, lighting them with, like, matches or something like that. And um, it's a pretty open space. There's a couple of small rooms here and there, um, which he says you're welcome to use. Um, all of them, there's one that's like a bathroom-esque room, you know, it's it's got some facilities in there. Um, you know, just kind of like uh, some general spaces for the most part. It doesn't look like they use it too much down here. It's usually not like just open to anybody if they were to have guests over. Okay. Do I see any like doors or like stairs leading like out of the basement to like a sub-basement or? Um, there's some, like any? I said, there's some doors to some smaller rooms, but I don't think there's anything that leads to a second basement or anything like that. No. He says, uh, well, uh, I suppose, uh, they probably, for something like this, if we needed to, we could uh, create a stone tub of sorts if we if we wanted to, and I could go fetch some water, and we could fill it, and, and maybe the squid would be all right in there. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that, that would be perfect, actually. Oh, all right. On top of it. Uh, maybe you do know a few things about squid. Oh, well, um, if, if you wouldn't mind, uh, I myself am not a uh, earthbender, but uh, feel free to uh, perhaps this corner right here. And he points at one corner and he kind of like holds his hands out in such a way to kind of suggest a, a sort of containment space that you could, he's like, if you wouldn't mind, uh, if you oh, could. Just got to check few things here. Yes, of course. Gohan, like, licks his finger and sticks it up into the air. Ah, oh, yeah, we got some decent airflow here. Good, lighting, good. Lighting, good. All right. Yeah, this should work here. Uh, and then he'll do ooh, some fancy footwork and lift up with his palms, create a little basin. Okay. For the water. Basin, yeah, that's another good word. All right. Yeah, perfect. All right, and then he says, oh, wonderful, wonderful. Um, uh, if you don't mind, I'll run upstairs. If you don't mind waiting here and I can uh, grab some water. Or, or I suppose if you wanted to come with me, I know you'll have your hands a little bit uh, uh, taken by this uh, this container. Or if you want to put the container into the, yeah, the larger I'll, basin. Or... I'll come help you. Yeah. Okay. Faster we get this done, I can be... On my way to my other deliveries. Oh, yes, of course, of course. And uh, so both of you rush upstairs, and uh, do you set the squid down in the basement? Or in the basin downstairs? Okay, so you set it in there, and then, yeah, like I said, you both run upstairs, and you start fetching water um, in some, like, kind of large pools or buckets, even. Mm -hmm. Take down and fill the basin up. Um, So I'm looking around for any signs of... Mika, like, looking in the parlor as we go past. Sure. You would definitely see her, especially if you had a chance to glimpse into the parlor. Mika, what are you doing while this is all going down? Um, drinking my tea. Oh, okay, okay. So, at one point, you see Guohan actually uh, peek around the corner into the into the parlor where you're at. I, w- I wink at him. Okay, okay, you give him a wink. How does uh, Guohan handle that? He just winks back. <laughs> like, okay. It's like, I guess that means it's going good. <laughs> Actually, Gro- Gohan would probably be like, 
try to secretly sign like point point at her and be like you and then like make the okay symbol mika he's signaling the old are you okay she nods okay (laughs) she nods what uh what are the two outside in the bush what are you two doing sure i i hope uh uh guau's plan works because we're out of we're out of uh squid yeah we don't uh really have any reason to go up there we have no backup squid no we should have bought two <laughs> the second squid has arrived. In case of, in case of the first squid didn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> Can I walk around the house sure. to try and find any sort of, you know, like houses have like storm doors that lead down to a basement type area? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You take a look around, and sure enough, yeah, you do find a kind of a storm cellar that leads, or well, doorway to a a, sh- a cellar or something that probably leads to the basement. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go in there. Okay. Um, it is locked. Okay. It just has a basic, like, bolt lock on it. Basic bolt lock, basic you say? Basic bolt lock. Are there any windows around where I would be able to see Guahan or Mika from here? From this side, I don't think you'd be able to see anybody. Um, the basement, obviously, being underground, isn't going to be visible. And then you know where Mika is, so that's kind of around to the side of the house. But there were windows there because you were watching some interaction between her and Sebastian. Mm. Mika, are you keen on sign language at all? I wish. Okay. <laughs> so could I try to frantically... Since I know she can't sign, make the key turning hand gesture and say like just I need a key or something and maybe point to the butler. You you okay? So you run around to the side of the house where you, where you can see her. She can see you through the way you get her attention through the window, and then you just start doing this, and then I don't know. However, Mika would uh, interpret that. Um, I'm interpreting that he wants me to stab somebody. <laughs> Remember, I, that is not I, I was a starts, survivalist. He pointing to the butler. Ski butler. <laughs> Stab butler. So interpret I that however you want. I frantically shake my head no. no. Okay, so she's no help. <laughs> no, the butler does not have a key. Okay, butler does not have a key. Or <laughs> That's you, what you interpreted. Or you I'm just saying I'm not going to kill my new friend. Do she doesn't want to get the key. She's she like, no, you're from. You don't want to stab a butler. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right, so I'll go back to the storm cellar area is anybody else around with an earshot you can see just this bush (laughs) just the bush so i don't mind me just the bush i conjure up a softball sized rock and i try to just smash the lock okay all right skills yeah probably rely on your skills and training uh so i need Seven to nine. So I roll with focus. Yep. That is no additional. <laughs> Talking to the ghost writer. Yeah, it says accept those consequences, which is what. Sorry. It says accept those consequences if you were to roll seven to nine and you do it imperfectly, which is going to cause an unexpected consequence. You can either accept those consequences or mark one fatigue. Okay. In seven to nine, I do it perfectly, but I need only the 
I need a seven to, to nine for it to be successful. Right. Well, right. ten plus is successful. Ten plus is seven successful. and nine. You can do it, but you have to okay. have something to happen. So seven or higher is yeah. successful. Seven and nine is just with consequences. Yeah. Right. Nine. Awesome. Okay. Um, so you break the lock, and what do you do immediately after that? I peek my head in through the door. Okay. See that it leads somewhere, and I try to go in through and close the door behind me. Okay, okay. So uh, as you break the lock and you peek inside... The bush hears. Um, <laughs> uh, Guohan from inside, uh, you hear it because you and Sebastian are both downstairs when, when it snaps. And so both of you kind of freeze and Sebastian says, What, what was that? Oh, I'm going to go check that out. Give me just a moment, sir. I'm sorry, I didn't get your name, by the way. Um, Steve. Steve, yes. Ah, yes. Steve, quite a strong, young, earthbending man's name. Yes, very good, very good. All right, Steve, give me just a moment. And he walks towards the room. So your head is in there as you hear him say, Give me just a moment. What are the floors made of? Is it stone, wood, Um, dirt? At this point, it would probably be stone. I feel like the basement itself would probably be stone. Okay, so so when I hear him, I go back out, close the door, and put my ear up to it until I hear his footsteps on the stone floor walk away. So you hear his footsteps as they make their way towards it, and then you hear him stop. And you can hear muttering, say, like, through the door, say, Well, that's strange. The lock seems to be broken on the door. And you hear reaching up, and you hear, like, I guess it would be the contact of hands on the handles from the inside of the door. And as the door starts to open... I'm watching with amazement from the bush. (laughs) Okay. As the door begins to open. Oh, can I take this chance to just run through the front door? Sure. So, uh, well, well, can I, I wait, think I wanna, I want to see who comes out of the base, because if it's the butler, I'll head for the door. Okay. <laughs> and what are you doing? I'm, I'm thinking. Okay. So, he's opening the door. I'm pressed up right on it. Right. That is our sitch right now. That's your sitch. That's the sitch. Okay. Why would I do I'm glad you got the reference. Yes. <laughs> What type of like what type of door you said he reached oh, up? Yeah, so, so he has handles from the inside because normally that's where it would be. Well, oh, it could be open stone. from either side, I suppose. Gotcha. Those stone. Yeah. So the storm doors they would open towards the outside. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm a pretty beefy boy. I'll just sit on top <laughs> of the doors so he can't open it okay. and assume that the lock may have just shifted in the wind. Sure. Sure. Um. Um. I'm gonna. I'm going to have you mark one fatigue. Oh, right, right. So this will basically be you not accepting the the kind of consequences because you instead kind of make your own path. So you sit on top of the door and kind of hold yourself down as best as you can. So he starts moving the door and he goes, Well, maybe the lock's not broken or maybe it's, it must be jammed from the outside. Well... I guess it works either way. Uh, I'll have a maintenance person come look at this later. My apologies, Steve. And you hear him scuttle his way back to the, uh, to the, uh, well, Steve. <laughs> back to Steve. Back to Steve. 
So is this my move or? Uh, well, Steve and Sebastian are, are just kind of filling up this tub. So it's whatever you want to do at this point. All right. So I'll go back in all sneaky like. Yes. And I'll follow. I Can I hear their voice echo through the through there? And... Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. So I will try to find any sort of passage that leads in a direction away from them. Is there any sort of passage or is it a one way? There's, like I said, uh, there's a number of like rooms, sort of small rooms, but nothing seems to be a passage that leads like out of the basement, except for the one that leads out of the basement um, to any other room. So the only way you'd get out of the basement to somewhere else would be going up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll stow away in one of those rooms. Okay. Yeah. Until... I feel that the coast is clear. Okay, sounds good. And then, Bill Dora, are you doing anything while uh, this he is? Delicious? He went inside. Yeah, he went inside the door. You are just a bush. Can I pick up the bush? <laughs> yeah, you would have to break the stem that holds it into the ground. Hmm. <laughs> That's very conspicuous. He's gonna bush. leave the bush. Okay. And then, dust off bush. Dust the bush dust. off of him. Yeah, and then he's going to. Head inside. Through the basement doors? Or he's going to go to the front door? Front door. Okay, sounds good. So you rush over to the front door. You open it. Sure enough, it's currently open because the last person to go in was Steve. And Sebastian was a bit distracted to to lock the door or anything. So um, you're able to creak the door open. And as you do this, Mika, you hear the door being opened since you're in the, the parlor, which is not too far from the front of the house. What? I'm sorry. Um, you, you, your ghost rider was distracting me. No, it's okay. You hear the door being opened at the front of the house from the outside. Um, I walk to the door. Okay. And in steps Bill Door. Oh. Through a door steps a door. And he uh, wipes his feet, straightens his vest and his tie, and says, Oh, hey, Mika. Oh, hey, Bill Door. Nice place you got here. Thanks, I just got it. <laughs> so, uh... Oh, uh, I don't know. Johan came in, and they're in the basement or something. Yeah, no, I, I figured that out. There's a lot of... He's, he's like, Bill Dor like, motions to the side. says, yeah, I saw him just sitting on a uh, basement door, and I saw, like, movement mm. under it. I figured they're in the basement. Maybe trapped him down there. I don't know. I figured there was a little hustle bustle going on. Oh, well, I was just talking to the figured... butler about this, and I show him the document. Tea trade that's going on. Tea trade, huh? So you yeah, obviously party tonight. scan it over and get hot, an overview hot of tea. this. Hot leaf juice. Hot leaf juice. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That sounds worse than I know. So crystal blue. It, it says here that they paid him half already. Oh. But if we could somehow... I'm sure that half's... The other half's somewhere. Somehow destroy the tea. Destroy we the could, tea. We could just, you know, well, if we just, like, hop in with a blissful boom. Be like, oh, hey, you know, we got your back. No worries, you think bro. When this has gone so America versus Britain. The tea... The Dump tea, it in the hall. Where would this tea be stored? <laughs> well, I didn't, be stored here. I didn't know if they were already in town. We could just, you know, break their co- car. Okay, okay. Or, let, me, let me hear this correctly. You weren't fine with us going to go and beat people up, but you're totally fine with us going and just breaking a bunch of tea. Yeah, so um, Mr. Okra can get 
money for our tea. We're trying to save the tea shop here. Why don't Bro. you just change the order? It's in ink. Well, you just ink? want me to cross it off? Why don't you just write a new one? Because they've already seen it. They'll know that I replaced it. What day? Well, I mean, the butler is Is there an official pretty, stamp on it? The butler is pretty sad, is you know, that he doesn't have a friend. He's emotional, so uh, probably could get away with it. Is the stamp on it? Their family stamp is on it, yeah. Okay, well, Suck. it's very official now, so uh, if you touch that, it would be illegal, so... Who follows the rules? I don't even know how you got this. Uh, how dumb is this butler? Well, he gave it to me because I said that I needed to get an important message, and he said I could write a note on it. Oh, Okay, you got the... Oh, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. So you're going to write a note, and it's going to go to the family. How's he going to get to the family? He's going to send a messenger. What if I'm the messenger? And what if this letter just never shows up? How will that be beneficial? Well, you see, if there's no official documentation, well then, it'll all be hearsay. So, We show up with our tea. Exactly, Mr. Okron has an argument. There's probably some other kind of official document. Is it? We're both going to show up it? with all of our tea. We don't <laughs> even know where to show up with it? our tea. Oh, um, well. It, it doesn't have a seal. It just has like the family. I mean, it would kind of be basically the same thing. But it's it's, it's not stamped. sealing the letter, okay, letter okay. obviously, because the letter's open. It would just be stamped, yeah. Well, the outside of the letter would have the seal on it. Uh, Unless we just brought paper. It, you wonder if maybe it was a situation where they, they sat down, oh, okay. they made the order, and then he signed it with his... Well, that's what seal. he would assume yeah. if he didn't see a seal. Yeah, it didn't get mailed to anybody, so it didn't have to be sealed closed or Got anything it. like that. Yeah. Okay, well... Well, that was one idea. I mean, we other ideas, you know. I I'm just saying shop. we ruin their tea and they have to go to the Blissful Brew. But this is all tonight, right? Yeah, so, we just forged the doc. Well, we don't have to forge the document because he said he'll either write on it or I could write on it, and we can just say, "Hey, uh, the capital shipment tea, um, there was miscommunication. They don't have it all, so the blissful brew, brew has to bring what they have." You know, since we're a pretty popular tea shop. In yeah, town. like a co tea job. Yeah, except we get all the money and they I don't. That the second half of the payment goes yeah. to blissful brew. Yeah. That's a bad, not a bad idea. So you need me to deliver that message? No, I just need the butler to come back so we can write the note. Oh, so is there anything I can do? Um, or should I just go back and... The butler it? needs a friend. <laughs> There's a nice bush outside. Why you can't you talk be to. friends? I don't want to be friends with him. Why can't you? I don't even like friends to begin with. So, yeah. I guess I have nothing to do here. Do you have any food in the kitchen? I've not been in the kitchen. I'm going to go check out the kitchen. Okay. All right. As you make your way <laughs> towards the kitchen, you can hear two sets of footsteps making their way up from the basement to the kitchen. And you hear uh, an older voice that I guess technically you haven't been introduced to yet um, says, Well, I have to say, Stephen, we did quite a good job there, uh, setting up an entire, you know, aquarium setup for this fine specimen of, uh, uh, squid that you brought us in, uh, only, uh, probably about five, ten minutes. Yeah, we did a pretty good job. Now, the only thing left is the matter of payment. 
Oh, uh, the, the master didn't uh, set anything aside. I assumed that they had already paid for the squid. I, I, I have something, I have a number of, of coins set aside for tipping any delivery services or anything like that uh, by the, the master and mistress's uh, uh, orders, but I, I didn't know. That yeah, that, that's I what I meant. Oh, <laughs> well, of course, my boy. That didn't need to be too forward. Yes, no, it's, uh, you know, sometimes it's good to be forward because uh, some people just, <laughs> they don't get it, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> Here you go. And he uh, he hands you five copper pieces. Okay. You made it three copper as he As he leads you profit. to the door. <laughs> All right, yeah, I just go with him. <laughs> All right, sounds good. He says, well, I truly appreciate uh, your assistance, and you have done a fantastic job, and I will be sure to uh, let the master of the house know that, uh, uh, what was it again that you said you were from? Uh, Seplopod Service. Seplopod Service, yes, I will be sure to let him know that you are an absolute asset to their company, and I'm sure he... Uh, and his name will carry quite quite an impressive review for you. So. And and you'll notice, um, so the ink from this squid. Oh uh, yes. Uh, if you if you collect it, it's it's darker than usual ink. Really? Yeah. I always assumed that you know black was black. I didn't know there was a darker black color for ink. Oh, there are shades upon shades. Shades of black. Well, I did not There's realize. There's levels. Well, yes. uh, that is a fine information. Like, as I said before, I have learned so much today, made a new friend. I will have to share this information with her. I'm sure she would be intrigued at this incredible, vast knowledge of, of uh, squids that I've learned today. All right. Well, you take care of what Sebastian was it? Yeah, Sebastian. Yes, yes. Okay, it happened off screen. It happened off screen. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And uh, you have a wonderful day, Stephen. Will do. And uh, he he gives you one last wave as he as he closes the door, and then he turns back and heads back into the parlor, and uh, walks into to where Mika is sitting. Oh yeah. And he says. Well, Nika, no. you would not Nika. believe how just absolutely intriguing the amount of information I just learned about squids. Squids of all <laughs> things. I was not expecting such a delivery to come to the house. I sincerely apologize for making you sit here all by yourself. Uh, you know, no worries. I was really enjoying this tea you provided for oh, me. well, I'm so glad you did. So, uh, where were we? Where were we? Oh, yeah. Um, so I was just going to have you write on this note here that um, there was a problem with, you know, the hot leaf juice um, not having all the proper teas that they needed so that um, they needed, you know, our help, the Blissful Brew to, you know, kind of restock what they have and, you know, you guys give us the rest of the payment. Oh, yeah. So you are not with hot leaf juice. Then? We're like, we're like partners. You know what I'm saying? Like sister companies. Yeah, in a sense. Okay. Okay. Interesting. You know that they can't go back to the capital and get the rest of the teas that they need. You know, so you know, since we're a pretty popular tea company in town, they asked for our help. 
Uh, I'm going to have you roll a push your luck on this one because it seems like you're uh, kind of throwing some information that he definitely wasn't expecting. And it's with uh, passion. Yeah, passion. Ten. Ten. Oh, okay. Oh, whoa. oh yes, of course. Sister companies. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, and based on the address, I, you know, they're from the capital, and you're from here locally, so it makes sense that you would collaborate on a, on especially an order such as big as this. Absolutely, that makes sense. Uh, okay, so uh, what what did you want me to write on there? And he, he takes a note, and he pulls out a, a quill pen, and he gets ready to uh, to write. Um, I repeat what I just said. Oh, okay. okay yeah. <laughs> just that uh, there is some missing teas from the hot leaf juice. Yeah. And the Blissful Brew would be attending to accept the payment and to provide the teas that uh, were unavailable. Yes. Okay. Okay. So he writes that down and uh, he, he says, I will, I will have this uh, mailed off right away. Uh, what, uh, what, what do you plan for the rest of your day then? Well, I suppose we got to get ready for this party coming up. Oh, oh of course, because you'll be well, there. Will I see you there? I will not. No, I will probably be here taking care of the house. Oh, I... um, I'll bring you by some of this fancy tea. Oh, well, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. You're Nika. welcome. I really appreciate that. Well, um, I, oh, I'll lead you to the door if you. Uh, I don't want to have to keep you here for any longer. I'm sure you are busy, 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 busy. Yes. Being. Thank you so much for your time and so much yes, for the tea. Thank I really you enjoyed so it. Much. Yes, thank you so much for stopping by. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Anytime. Yes. All right. And he he opens up the door for you and he gives you a bow and he says, "It's always good to have more friends. <laughs> I truly appreciate it. Have a wonderful day." You too. Bye. Anyways, and uh, I mean, he's got the note, but uh, yeah, you know, he he's gonna call for like somebody to to have it delivered ASAP. So, am I Somehow. just stuck in the basement? Now? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Who is hot leaf juice? How will the master and mistress use this squid? And then the real question: Will broccoli <laughs> ever get out of the will, basement? Or is he who, stuck there to enjoy his time with his new friend, the squid? <laughs> Find out next time on. Benders and Brews, an Avatar Legends podcast. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Of course, don't forget to follow or subscribe to our podcast through whatever podcast site that you're using, such as iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and others. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for the social media icons. Following us on social media gives you access to all news, announcements, and of course new episodes as they are released. You can check out our website, bendersandbrews.com, which will feature all of our episodes as well as news, announcements, and even cool character and player profiles. It's a great hub of information for the Benders and Brews podcast. And finally, we would be truly humbled if you would be willing to take the time to leave us a review if your podcast site allows you to do so, such as on iTunes. Or, in the case of YouTube, you can hit the like and subscribe button and drop us a comment. Tell us about what you thought about our podcast episodes. It sure would mean a lot to us. Avatar Legends is a tabletop role-playing game created by Magpie Games. Nickelodeon, Avatar, and all related titles, logos, and characters are trademarks of Viacom International Inc. All rights reserved. I also want to thank the following artists who you can find on Fiverr for their amazing creative work on this podcast. Character art was done by Alicio Papadraw. Background art by Kenichi. Music by Joe Tims215. 
Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.